We all have areas in our life we might feel stuck or overwhelmed. So join me, Jenna Zint, habit coach, teacher, and follower of Jesus as we go after little bits of better by building offensively small habits that create big impact. This is the Habit Lab Podcast. Hello, you are back at the Habit Lab. I'm wondering, I usually do, um, and the, my first podcast that I've ever done and continuing to do is with my husband. It's called Marriage Lab. Yes, you're noticing a trend with the names. But he's always, we tease that he's my straight man to my, the, my oddness or, or goofiness. He keeps me on track. So I'm curious. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do without him? What, who's going to remind me to not be too weird that it tanks the whole episode? So good luck. I'm sure I'll grow. Like we talked about last week, perf- uh, perfectionism. I'm going to give myself grace to grow to do a podcast by myself where I find the right balance of showing up as my personality, but then not too much uh, silliness and goofiness that distracts from the point because I actually do want to accomplish something, not just looking to entertain. This is not a comedy hour. <laughs> Which some of you would be like, I don't actually find you that funny, so don't worry, I didn't think that. Um, but anyways, I digress. This week, we are going to talk about procrastination. We talked about last week that, um, or last episode, I have yet to decide whether that's going to be week or multiple times a week or what, because I'm giving myself grace to grow to figure out what the pace of this that feels sustainable for me. I know when I'm starting something, I need to like really go after consistency up front, but then find what works for my life. Like I'm not interested in doing something impressive. I actually just want to go after consistency with a podcast. Look at me practicing what I preach. Um, Good job. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, Anyways, so we're going to talk about procrastination because what I've noticed Uh, I'm a habit coach and talking with people either one-on-one that I'm coaching or I have a 10-week habit mastery course and we're in week two right now. And I'm noticing, I'm like, oh yeah, we need to actually dive into procrastination because that's the other side that is a splinter in a lot of people's attempts at change. And procrastination, um, it's interesting because I was a huge procrastinator and there is this trend, um, I think, some of you might know, I actually recently, like two years ago, three years ago, was diagnosed with ADHD. I've had it my whole life. I know some people of faith are like, oh, don't claim that over yourself. It doesn't feel like a brokenness or a disease to me. It just makes me aware that my brain was designed differently. And it's cool. I've had a lot of encounters with the Lord of like, oh, like, girl, I needed you to be an outside the box thinker. So I'd made no mistakes when I made your brain. You just get to figure out how to work with it. So to me, it does not feel like a label that feels like brokenness. I'm like, oh, I just, I operate differently. And there's so much beauty in how the Lord made me <laughs> to think outside of the box, quite literally. Um, so anyways, being diagnosed with ADHD, I've done a lot of learning and research on how I can work with myself and help myself. And procrastination is a big theme for people with ADHD. And then if you're listening and you don't have it or anything like that, it still is relevant for you. But the thing that they fi- say they found interesting is that procrastination for people who have a hard time doing little bits by little bits provides a really big, like almost like a deadline and a surge of motivation. If you wait to the last minute, a lot of times people who are used to using procrastination as a way of motivating themselves can do like five times the effort in the last 30 minutes that they could have, that they found or were able to do for the whole day. And they say it's like the back, your back being up against a wall makes you produce and dig deeper in a way that 
it's hard for you to find on a daily basis or without that crunch time, if you will. And I've it's been interesting, but I've totally noticed a correlation with people who are procrastinators tend to be night owls. And that was me, hardcore. I've only in the last two years of um, going after habits have um, become trained myself a little bit at a time to become a morning person. And in doing that, I realized that part of the procrastination is like going to bed. It's like the literal finish line for the day, whether it's tasks or relaxation. It's like, I feel this urge to cram as much in before the finality of like the final curtain of the day goes down. And I've noticed a trend too, of a lot of night owls do that for they used bedtime as like the final act in their day of what they're going to get done. But for me, I just had to go on this journey of like, oh, okay, I know I actually, it was weird. Perfectionism, I saw clearly for what it took for me, but procrastination, I kind of had to decide like, what does it cost me? Because I did see that it helped me get a lot done. I was like, hmm, do I want to lose that? So if you're listening and you are aware that you procrastinate, but then you also know like kind of like how much it gets you, how much you could crank out in a crushed time period. And on some level, if I'm honest, I felt kind of proud of what I could produce. Like I wouldn't work on projects and I'm thinking high school, college until the night before. And then I'd pull an all nighter and I would get an A plus and other people who I knew were diligent wouldn't. And it was a little mark of like, I mean, even if I'm not comparing my efforts to other people, like I could usually pull it off. And so when I was going on this journey of leaving it, I was like, oh, but I can, I'm, I can use this pretty well. Like, do I want to leave this well-worn tool right now? Like, is it really not that helpful? So I just felt like the Lord was like inviting me on a journey of like, okay, it's not a one and done. You don't have to renounce procrastination instantly. It's like giving up your your favorite like blanket. It's provided you with a lot of comfort and a source as a tool to get things done for motivation and whatever. Like it's your well-worn path. But what I would like you to ask is what does procrastination cost you? So those of you who are listening who feel like me, you resonated a bit with like, yeah, I see, you know, procrastination, not ideal, but it's also really helpful in these areas. Um, ask what does it cost you? And for me, I realize it, most people I think could relate anxiousness because the flood of adrenaline when you're working against the clock that you have to like dive into a deep focus what it jacks like with your body. Like it's literally stress cortisol levels that you're running off of. And that actually does something not helpful to your body, which I don't know enough to tell you, but I'm like, I know that they say it's not helpful long-term. But then also too, I started watching like, what does it cost me? What does procrastination as a tool to motivate myself to get things done cost my family and those around me? And I realized how much in those final hours, like everything, it was tunnel vision. And the, what I, I knew the benefit of tunnel vision, because I got a lot done in a quick amount of time, but the like cost of the tunnel vision was my kids, my relationships, my other things got totally neglected for that season. And I never showed up. When you're hot and you're jacked on the adrenaline of like getting things done, you're never your best version of yourself. I am not flowing. I'm not exuding patience and kindness. I'm like, get out of my way. Who knows if I'm going to make it? I don't have time for you. Um, so just realizing like, oh, actually, procrastination costs me a lot more. And I think my whole life, because it's the only tool I had for motivating myself or 90% of the tool that I use to get things done, I feel scared at letting it go. But I've been unhonest with how much it costs me. And then if I'm really honest, it costs those around me in my life so much more. Like I, when I go into this cave to like for deadlines and procrastination, this tunnel, everyone around me suffers. So I went on a journey to let go of procrastination. And I think a lot of people with habits, like it's 
honestly the antithesis of procrastination. It's not using the final hour to get all things done. It's like bit by bit working on something. And it was interesting for me because I actually found that when I would do things, like when I prep for a class or yeah, it was mainly like teachings or um, slideshows or whatever, I would I learned with habits to do things little bit by little bit. But then if I didn't cram at the last minute, I actually was left spinning out of like, did I do all that I could? Like I was so used to crossing the finish line with nothing left in my tank that when I crossed the finish line, because I had systematically prepared and I didn't have that crunch at the end, I actually was like, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> like, did I not give it all I have? Was I actually lazy? Yeah. So it was like, it was interesting having to unwork something. But I think that is true. When you find a tool or something that you've used, even if it's dysfunctional, you know, your whole life, it is not usually this instant process of putting it down. I always kind of give myself grace. Like I think awareness is for sure the first step, but I'm like, oh, I use procrastination for decades. So me being aware that it's not helpful anymore or wanting to do something different, it's not this one and done where then I just leave it or I break up with it instantly. It's usually like, I think of it like a if I'm taking down a wall, for whatever reason, someone would be taking down a wall, I guess landscaping project. And you're moving into a new home and you're taking down a wall that was there and now you don't want it there. I think of it like as a brick by brick. And I'm gonna give myself grace because it's like, oh, I used that for 30 something years. It's probably unrealistic to think that overnight, I'm gonna stop using that. Maybe I demolish half the wall, but then the rest as it pops up, I'm like, oh, this is another brick to that. I'm taking it, I'm dismantling it a little bit more. And however long I used it, it's probably gonna be, a bit more of a process to learn unusing it, if that makes sense. So, okay, in due fashion, I'm gonna actually read some of my journal. Um, I write on my phone every morning. It's part of my morning routine. Whatever's popping up, I'm processing. So it's kind of cool because when I do it on my phone, I can then search by the keywords versus a written thing, um, knowing that I'm like, mm, who knows? Maybe this is never gonna see the light of day. Maybe it, it will make its way somewhere, but it's really been helpful for me. So. Um, bear with me. I'm learning to become the kind of person who doesn't procrastinate. I can learn that lesson in all areas of my life. I'm rebuilding trust with myself in breaking my cycle of procrastination. This area is going to be one of those areas that I break my cycle of procrastination into. Procrastination, you are no longer serving me. I'm going to stop there because I feel, I feel the Holy Spirit. Like I think some of you need to, like, as I asked what is procrastination costing you? Actually making this awareness, like unveiling it for what it is. And be like, hey, no shame, no condemnation, but just plainly in truth, like you aren't serving me or my family. And then I went a little deeper. You have protected me from failing for so many years. You gave me motivation for decades, but I no longer need you to help me accomplish tasks or meet deadline. I am learning how, I get a little teary. I'm like, oh, it's true. I'm learning how to become the kind of person who can make a plan and hit a goal a little bit at a time. I don't need my back up against a deadline to lock in and go into tunnel vision to work. The anxiousness that I arise, that arises as I think of letting go of procrastination as a tool, that makes so much sense. I can totally have compassion on feeling anxious, even though it's letting go of something I know that hasn't been helpful. I'm asking myself to let go of a tool I've used forever. Of course, that feels scary. If you notice, um, when I'm journaling and processing something, I always try to engage with compassion when it's been something like, hey, you're not helpful anymore, but you did serve me. I'm not trying to villainize parts of me where I'm like, oh, I see where you functioned 
when I was little and you were helpful, but I'm not that little kid anymore. And now you're actually hindering me. You've crossed the line. So like, I'm going to release you from your role kind of is how I think of it. But it helps like really engage with compassion for me um, instead of just like shaming myself for ever using it. I'm like, actually it made sense when I was in high school and um, I was trying to figure out how to function on deadlines. <laughs> I'm asking myself to let go of a tool I've used forever. Of course, that's going to feel scary and anxious producing. But I promise that I will not leave you without a tool. I'm talking to myself. I am learning to use other tools for motivation and self-management. I promise to not leave a hole in this area, to ask you to let down procrastination without giving you another more helpful tool. You're going after an upgrade here. I'm going to give myself grace to learn and grow in this area. Jesus, swap any anxiousness with peace. Show me how this will help me. Let's see. Um, I have another, um, what's it called? little journal point I've tacked on because I've actually done a lot of work over the years, like uh, like assessing and digging into my relationship with procrastination. But um, I'm, give, I'm practicing grace and growing slowly as I master the art of showing up daily instead of the final hour. Okay. I think I'm going to stop there. <laughs> um, yeah. I talked about a parable, but that's, we're going to leave that for my real journey or my, my own journal. But the point is those of you who use procrastination, I think it is super helpful before you start going after building habits to actually look at it plainly without judgment. Um, ask what it's costing. Cause you do have, most of you probably have an awareness of how it's benefited you. It's gotten, you've used it as a tool of motivation to get a lot of stuff done for most of your life. But then look at honestly, like what is it costing you? What does it cost you? What does it cost your family, your loved ones, your process? Um, and then like almost I pose questions to myself when it feels like a dramatic 180 shift. I'm proposing not using procrastination. I'll be like, I wonder if we can grow slowly on not using procrastination anymore. So instead of saying, I'm going to fall in love with systematically showing up and forever turn my back on procrastination, I just pose these really gentle questions. I'm like, I wonder if I can come, I can stop, I can go on a journey to stop using procrastination. I wonder if I don't need that tool. I wonder if it was something that helped little Jenna, but like adult Jenna has other options to get, to be motivated and to work with her time management. So that's what I'd love for you to think about this week, to be totally compassionate on yourself if you are someone who's used procrastination. Um, ask yourself like where I learned it, how did it serve me? But then this gentle, like almost like releasing it from your role. Like I don't actually need to, like your help anymore. I have upgrades for time management and motivation now. Like thank you, but I'm gonna do it a slightly different. And then give yourself grace to bit by bit, brick by brick, unlearn using procrastination because however long you used it, it's probably gonna take a fraction, but still longer than you. it's not going to be most often. It's not instantly a process of just unlearning it. Even if you get breakthrough or freedom, like spiritually from procrastination, it is a well-worn worn path in your brain and you're going to have to choose differently. You're going to feel the pull and be like, I am doing things different now. I'm going to do 10 minutes a day instead of two hours on Friday. So those are the two areas I wanted to cover. I'm sure we'll talk about these themes more and more, but perfectionism was the first episode. And then procrastination is this one where we're just diving into them being splinters in your foot on your road to change. <laughs>